Are you creating listicles that aren't getting enough views or traction? Oh, wait, you don't even know what a listicle is? Okay, how about this? How can you create list-based articles that will rank high and stay high ranking? Stay tuned and find out. Being an entrepreneur sounds like, yes, another new client. I did it. But it can also sound like, I am really not understanding this technology. And I'm feeling so overwhelmed. Am I even cut out for this? That's why I started the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast to help infopreneurs, coaches, and course creators who want to build a business online but are battling technology, overwhelm, procrastination, and even imposter syndrome. Think successfully, think differently, think bigger, and take action by learning tips from an array of business owners, all dropping knowledge on the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. What is up? What is up? What the hell is up, my Dark Horse friends and family? And welcome back to your weekly dose of article marketing learning or listicles, as we mentioned earlier. I'm your Dark Horse host, Tracy Brinkman, and I've been in the coaching course creation online space since, oh gosh, the 90s. And so you could say I got a little bit of experience and here I am still learning. I'm here, and that's what I'm here to share with you is what I have learned and what I am still learning about course creation, coaching, entrepreneurship, and most importantly, infopreneurship. Well, that brings me to who you are. And to me, that, my friend, is infinitely more important. You are a driven entrepreneur. And even more specifically, you're an infopreneur with or seeking a coaching and online course model in your business. Or perhaps you're hoping to have that very very soon. Either way, you're here because you're ready to start, restart, kickstart, or just start leveling up with some great marketing, personal, or business tips and results. You know, the t- tips don't do you all that good if you don't get any results out, right? In order to build that beautiful business of yours into the empire it absolutely deserves to be. And that's why I'm here hitting you with yet another solo success episode coming to you straight from the Dark Horse HQ as we dive deep into your infopreneur and course creation success with some actionable advice, tips, and steps designed to help you level up your game. Because... As we already know, there are no shortcuts to your success, to my success, to any success, except for taking those little steps towards your goal every single day. Articles, listicles, as I mentioned earlier in the intro. Now, for those that don't know, a listicle, right, is an article in a list form. For example, the 10 best crockpots, right? Most of them, you've come across them, we've all seen them, and most of them are far too boring to even remember. In fact, I'm going to admit right here and now that I've written some pretty mundane and even run-of-the-mill listicles. You can go out to uh, spots like, uh, what is it, Uh, articles.com. You can search my name. I've been creating these types of things since the 90s, (laughs) but no more. And here's, that's what we're here to chat about today. Let's cover why listicles are read the same way. Yawn. Why listicles can be amazing source of traffic drivers and how you can make your listicles sizzle like a steak on the grill. We want to run from the mundane to the 
magic that you're going to need in your listicles, right? Now, if you think about it, most of these list articles that we've seen have a title like the top 10 washing machines or the five best ways to drive traffic. Hmm? We've all seen it, right? Sometimes we've even given our email address up for a lead magnet with one of those titles. Now, reading these can often be like, I don't know, eating dry toast. Unless you're starving, it really isn't going to cut it, right? And even if you get your listicle to rank well out there in the search atmosphere, it won't rank for long because, you know, as others are looking at it, your competitor is soon going to pick up on the fact that, oh my gosh, look, they, they created this listicle and it's doing well. And they're in the, they're going to end up writing one called the top 15 washing machines and yours will soon be forgotten. All right. So I can hear a few of you out there saying, oh, Tracy, this is so last decade technology. Well, here's the thing. I think that if, well, I know that if these articles, these listicles are written with a, a bit of flair, a bit of panache, your listicle can become this massive traffic driver. And not only is it easier to get these articles ranked in the search engines, it's also easier to get people to forward them if they truly find them interesting and different from all the other ones that are out there in the marketplace. Which brings me to my first point. Point number one, use a strong and novel hook. Most listicles, most articles, are researched with a quick Google search resulting from a list of the first 10 things found on Google, right? I mean, think about it. Um, if you're looking for something, you're going to say, hey, I need the, what is the top washing machine? And you get a, a return. Now, if the top 10 plugins for WordPress, right? So you type in the top 10 plugins for WordPress. Or think about the top 10 herbs for insomnia, right? Or the top ways to clean windows on the second floor. Hmm? Do a Google search, find the results, and then rewrite them. <laughs> this isn't the type of article that's even useful. Right? It's not the kind of information they want because you know what? It's already out there. Now, to test it, to see if you have a truly great listicle, it needs a great hook. Yeah, stop using all the usual words like best or top. Use something like overlooked, overrated, craziest, gnarliest you know, and so forth. Here's, here's a great story. So when I started one of my previous podcasts, so this is like the third podcast I've done. When I started my second one many, many moons ago, I think it was 2007. I started it. It was right around there, 2007, 2009. The first episode was the top 10 reasons you should not listen to me. That garnered people's attention. What? It's a podcast. Of course, you want me to listen to you, yet I was flipping it on its ear, all right? So you want to target a particular reader for your article. And instead of the top 10 natural energy boosters, right, write something like the 10 under the radar energy boosters. Wow. 
All right, my eye teeth just tripped over my tongue and I couldn't see what the heck I was saying. Now, instead of saying the top 10 natural energy boosters, write something like the top 10 under the radar energy boosters for online marketers. Hmm? If someone does a search for energy boosters, show me the top energy boosters, even though it may say for online marketers, you're still gonna get folks in there that are not online marketers, I guarantee you. It's the same thing by having a narrowed focus on any niche, right? You wanna focus in a niche, you're gonna have folks outside that niche garner attention because your content is that good. Or, right, you might wanna focus on a particular product trait, such as being free, low cost, never heard of, available only for a certain group of people. Maybe it's undiscovered. Maybe it's easy to use. It's newly released, right? These are different product traits about it, right? New formula, right? All these different kinds of things. And you might want to include the end result in your title. So if you're doing the best traffic generation software that's out there, you might include the results uh, of it will bring in a thousand new visitors per day, right? So you could have the top 10 free plugins that drive 1,000 or more visitors per day to marketing blogs. Huh? Now, there isn't, there isn't a, a title for your listicle that will garner some attention and generate you some traffic. Heck, you could flip that same title on its ear and do something like the top 10 free plugins that will drive hundreds of eyeballs to your sales page with no ad spend. Huh? Now you see? Yeah. It's, it could be the exact same list, but now you're coming at it from two different angles. Now, the next tip I want to leave you with is to be persuasive. Be persuasive. Be, be persuasive. Yeah? <laughs> My daughter's cheerleading years just impacted me. Rather than simply dumping off stuff, uh, dumping off stuff into your listicle, why not add your opinions? Right, that's what I'm doing. Right, come on here. That's why people come to you for you. They want your spice, your special sauce, your attitude, your input, your viewpoint of the world because they're like you, right? Because if you're being you in the world of online marketing or in any world, if you're a salesman and you're being you, the people that you want in your sphere of influence will begin to resonate with you. Right? So now, if you add more of you to the article, no one else can mimic it, huh? Because they're not you. Think of the difference that this could make. Instead of the top 10 diet tricks, right? It becomes the top 10 so called diet tricks that I hate the most. Or it's the top 10 diet tricks that shrunk my butt two sizes, huh? The top 10 diet tricks that made my tummy go from to rock solid, right? I don't know how you spell it, but you certainly could give it a shot. See, I, I, would you read either one of those articles, even if you weren't into losing weight, right? Maybe you know someone's into losing weight, and they're like, they shrunk their butt two sizes. I might want to check that out, right? Or maybe you know someone you want to have their butt size uh, shrunk to. Uh, anyway, I, I, I digress, right? The key point here is that you really do want to make the case that your list is truly the best, or maybe it's truly 
the worst, right? Like I said, the top 10 reasons you do not want to listen to me. That was an episode of that previous podcast. And the point was, people would come listen to it, and it was it was a little tongue-in-cheek, but it was... What I was sharing with them was, look, if you're looking for an Anthony Robbins kind of guy that speaks to millions of people and has clients that pay him millions of dollars a year, I'm not your guy. If you're looking for a run-of-the-mill Joe that has his bumps and bruises and has got the scars to prove it, I'm your guy. You want to persuade your reader that your selections make sense for the criteria that you've laid out and explain your thinking behind each choice, right? So as I took them through that podcast episode, I was letting them know, if this is the kind of person you're looking for, these ones, don't listen to me. If, however, you're looking for this kind of guy who pulls no punches, who might drop a curse word here and there, maybe I am your guy and you can resonate with me. See, here's the thing. You're taking your reader along for the ride, and you're showing them your thought process in addition to listing out the items. So when you say, man, on top of the list, the number one item on the list that I hate it, this diet I hate, and here's the reason why. Well, someone may say, well, I tried that diet and it worked great for me, right? Or oh, I was just about to try that diet, right? And maybe you start sharing the reasons why you did include something well, because my brother-in-law, Bill, swears by it. And because it sold a gazillion copies, so we thought we might as well include it. Or at least tell you something about it. Now, if you have tried and been successful or unsuccessful with a, a particular product you're chatting about, obviously you want to share those stories. Stories are great. May you want to share why you didn't include some others? Well, because they were all about the hype and they didn't deliver any results. Or we excluded them because then they didn't include some 30-day free trial period or because it was too new or the technology or the tactics used are completely unproven. So I didn't want to share those. Now, why we did include something, man, the first glance doesn't fit with the list. Well, because one of the features in it said that it would do this exact thing. And bam, lo and behold... It did. And so that's why we included it, right? It, it starts panning out really, really well as you take people through your thought process. This really, I just want to reinforce this. I've been saying this kind of quietly, uh, but I want to say it right out in the open. Put even more of yourself into the list. I mean, as you're doing that, right, this is your opportunity to share your firsthand experience, share your results. Hey, I tried this and here's what happened. Right? Why is it I don't, when I say that I start sounding like one of those late night radio DJs? And this is the experience that I uh, that I had as a result of using this product or going through that coaching. See, by putting your own experience into the article, you're offering information that no one else on the planet can offer because only you went through it the way you went through it, right? You can use your own anecdotes. You can use your own screenshots. You can, you can use your own photos to back up your story and show that you really did use the product or test the product, right? Or maybe you get those anecdotes and screenshots and photos from uh, an associate, a friend, right? That you've tried it or they've tried it for the purpose 
of adding it to the list or in the case for purpose of not having it on the list because hey, we tried it. Here are the photos. Nah, wah, 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 right? Alright. <laughs> and this is this leads right into the, the next piece I want to make sure you come away with is add other experiences of of other people as well. Now, if your list is the 10 items and you've only tried three of them, well, what are you going to do, right? You're going to hit up social media. You're going to ask your friends, your family, folks on your following. If they've tried the other seven, get a personal story, get a personal anecdote or two or three from each of them, right? And again, now you have content that no one else can offer, even past your personal experiences. If the products are sold on Amazon, you can read the reviews and find anecdotes, both good and bad. That's an option, right? I really like to reach out to folks that you have a connection with, even if it's just a social media connection, right? If you're listing the best companies to use for any given purpose, hit up their websites, review their case studies, now, obviously, that's going to be showing you all the good side, and they're going to be telling you all the bad things about their product on their own website. But here's the thing at the end of the day. It really doesn't take much legwork to find some good stories, some good anecdotes for every item that is on your list, even if you haven't used it personally. And it adds an entirely new dimension to your article, to your listicle, that makes it truly worth reading, and here's what's even more important, worth sharing. The last thing that I really want you to go, I really want you to listen to this one here, because this one, this one could be all the bang, right? Go out on a limb. Here's where you're going to choose one of the items on your list and take a stand and make that your personal recommendation, right? 10 herbs that you need to sleep, recommend and try this one first. And if that one doesn't work for you, then here's the alternate. Um, 10 different plugins, like we mentioned earlier, to drive traffic. My favorite is this one. And here's why, right? Now, if you have a different scenario, you might want to choose this one. But this one, I think, is top-notch. Here's the thing. At the end of the day, your job as the article, uh, excuse me, as the author of this listicle is to help your reader Make a decision. You've spent the time trying the different products that you're talking about or reaching out to those who have tried it to get their input, to get their stories, their anecdotes. You've reached out to the maybe the manufacturers or gone to their websites and gotten their case studies, right? You have taken the time to pull together all this information and you are going to help them make a decision and save them the time of having to go out there and do all this stuff themselves, right? Now, while the all the other list articles out there are simply listing stuff and not really helping the reader make a, a choice, you're going to come out and say, this, my friend, is number one, and here's why, right? You're going to show that you did your homework. You did the research. You discovered what's good, what's eh, and what's bad on each one. And this one, my friend, this is the one I recommend, right? You're not going to hedge your bets. You're not going to be dry milk toast and try and please everybody about it. No, you're going to take a stand. You're going to offer your opinion for all to see. Now, I know a few of you, uh, I can hear you saying something along the effects of, Wait a minute. All that sounds great. 
But if I can get people to read the same old generic listicle, why should I take all these extra steps? Now, it's true that long copycat articles without opinions, anecdotes, and recommendations can still get you page views. But, here, this is a big but. Remember, it'll raise your, um, it will reduce your butt size to two sizes. Anyway, this is a big but. Those ones, those generic long copy articles, right? They're not going to get you fans, right? They won't make readers want to see what else you have to offer. And they sure as hell aren't going to generate any revenue. And why is that? It's because you've offered an opinion. You've taken a stance. You've said, here it is. Right or wrong, here's my opinion. Here's my thoughts from all the extra steps that I took. Now, let me add you one last note. I, was gonna, I wasn't going to add this one. I'm going to leave this one in here for right now, right? You want to add some humor if you can and where you can. Insert uh, humor into your article. You know, poke fun at yourself. Poke fun at some of the competition of the different products that you're, you're chatting about, right? I can tell you that if I'm a reader of your listicle, about the 10 tastiest chocolate cake recipes for kitchen klutzes, then you can tell me in a humorous way uh, about your chocolate cake stumbles, bumbles, falls, and complete failures. And I'll be joining your list and reading more of your stuff because you have made me giggle, and I will applaud that. Here's the thing. We, We all need more humor in our life. And I think really that's true for everyone. I need more humor in my life. We're too busy walking around with grumpy ass faces all the time. Let's let's poke a little fun in ourselves. Let's have fun with it. It's like that podcast episode. I, mean, I keep mentioning it, right? The 10 reasons why you don't want to listen to me. I was poking fun at myself. I was putting up, look at myself in the mirror and say, you know what? I'm not this guy. I'm not Anthony Robbins. I'm not Brian Tracy. I'm Tracy Brinkman. This is who I am. And I took that time to make someone laugh, make someone giggle, at the same time sharing why they should listen to me. And if they, this is what they're looking for over there, yeah, well, that's not me. And if you're not funny in print, don't try it. And if you're not funny in a microphone, don't try it either. Don't force the funny. It'll just, that might make it worse. But if you can insert a little levity here or there, right, just tell the story. You don't have to be a Robin Williams, right? Just tell the story of how you tried something and it didn't work out. And it was kind of fun. You know, maybe you flung a little flower at the kids while you're, you just, you could do it that way too. The, the, the fun doesn't have to be making fun of yourself or the product. The fun could just be in the joy of the story and the joy of trying it, right? Uh, just have a little, like I said, if you can insert a little levity in there, by all means do it. The 10 weight loss methods that you tried this month. Hmm? Make number two a story about you trying to walk your cat for your own exercise. Think about that. <laughs> Everyone, Anyone who's ever tried to walk a cat just kind of you know, smirked at themselves a little bit, right? You could talk about your severe blood loss and quartering the market with bandages that you needed afterwards, right? Your kitty does their share of uh, helping you out with your weight loss goal. They don't want to go out there. They're going to be clawing and scratching, right? You, you, of course, no cats were hurt in the making of this article, right? 
whatever it be. And then maybe number seven in your list of the 10 weight loss methods that I've tried this past month, maybe number seven can be a, a day of nothing but cabbage soup. Hmm? And then you can share why you detest and which uh, allowed you ample time to catch up on your reading because you were in the bathroom, right? <laughs> you detested cabbage soup. You didn't know you didn't like cabbage soup. You now know you don't like cabbage soup. And you, uh, like I said, you got caught up in your reading because it uh, put you in the potty for a while, right? You can have, you, you, you don't need to fill every one of these with all these humorous anecdotes. It's one or two, all right? You've got the makings of a couple of funny stories somewhere as you went through and tried different things, right? Hey, I tried this. Um, I tried one of the top 10 widgets for driving traffic to my website, and it changed my website language to Hebrew. Uh, whatever, right? To tell that story. It's funny. And maybe inside that you learned the Hebrew word for silly person or dummy, right? The other, I, uh, the other items in your list can be serious, right? And then at the end, you make your recommendation, right? The top 10 weight loss methods that you tried this month. Number two is a funny story. Number seven is a, bunny, a, a funny story. The rest of them all come out on a serious note. And at the end of the article, you make your recommendation. It's that easy, right? Your reader will be going through and like, wow, this is a refreshing change from all these other list articles that are out there. And you're just offering them something a little different than the same old drudge. All right, let me power hit you with some other tips that you can make these things even more fun. Let's, number one is let's make it scannable, right? One of the great things about listicles is how easy someone can quickly scan and just search for what it is they're looking for, right? You know, maybe you make each one of the items in bold so they can just kind of scan down. You bold a thumb up, bold a thumb down, bold a thumb down, you know, whatever it is. So make them scannable, right? Give each one of your items either the, the product name as the title or a catchy title that invokes curiosity. Hmm? If you're talking about the 10 products that give a certain result, then use the product name um, in each of the titles. Whereas if you're talking about methods, well, then you want to make your titles more catchy. So if you're talking about products, try to include the product names in the title. If you're talking about methods, then make your titles more catchy. Insert images, right? Images um, can be highly relevant. They can be funny. They can be both. You could show some cat being drug around, you know, or laying down with a leash attached to it as part of the number seven, the funny story of you trying to get your cat to help you with your weight loss. Using images can get a better, give a better reading experience and they can also improve your SEO if you tag it correctly, right? Now here's one I've learned through the research. Use an odd number for your list. And research has shown, the, the research I've read is an odd number or the number 10, right? So the five ways or the 10 ways. Some people also swear by the number 29. Well, I don't know about 29. Huh? I mean, really, how often do you read all 29 if you see a list that long? Right? Not me. So I'm going to assume a number of you just nodded like, yeah, I'm going to, not going to read that whole list. But I wouldn't go to that one. So use an odd number or use the number 10. The more list items that you have, the shorter each item will generally be. So if you have five items, 
your article, your listicle, would be the same length than if you had 10 items. Just that with five items, you would make it longer. Each item would have to have several paragraphs. Whereas if you're lift, if you if you went up well with the gusto and you went after 21, right? Your list had 21, then each of them would only be a couple of sentences. So you can see the benefit of you know going from five to 10 is that you you only have one or two paragraphs. Uh, when you were talking about 10, where with five you might have several paragraphs. Where with 29. You only have a couple of sentences. The articles can be the same length. So, then how much can you really explain out of those twenty-nine? Hmm? Use the ending of your article to recommend your choice. This is the strongest way to finish your article. And here's the thing: every article is like it's like a post on your website. If you do blogs, right, you only want one call to action, and that's your point to do it. So finish strong and give them that call to action. All right, which I'm going to give you in a moment. So let's quick summary. Use a strong novel hook, right? Be persuasive. Put even more of yourself into the list. And then you want to add, if you don't have all the experience yourself, you can add other people's experiences too. So adding yourself and the other people makes going to make this completely unique to you and no one else is going to be able to just copy it because they don't have the experiences. Then go out on a limb and give your personal recommendation and inside there, of course, add humor. And then finish at the very end with your, your recommendation and your call to action. Hey, you guys, this one, this one bangs it right out of the park. You click that link right at the bottom of this here, and that will send you straight over, and you can get it today. So what is your call to action for today's podcast? Well, I want you to get out there. I want you to run your race and get your results, and then come let, tell me about it. I, I'm deadly serious about this. Tracy at DarkHorseSchooling.com. What ideas or tips you, did you come away with? How did you put them into action? And then what results did you get? You sent, you email that to me, Tracy at DarkHorseSchooling.com. I will definitely read it, one. And two, I, oh, I will bring you on the show and let you share your story. Because it's a win-win for me. You got the information from here, and you took action, and you got a win out of it. I want to share your win that came from my voice. How about that? I mean, that's a win for everyone around. All right. So you get out there, you run your race, and then you let me hear about that. And until next time, I'm going to leave you as I always do. Think successfully and take action. Thank you for listening to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. All right. My name is Tracy Brinkman. 